I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Talking Tofu with Becky and David, a vegan food podcast. I'm David. And I'm Becky Streepy. This week on the show, we try Sweet Earth Mindful Chicken and snack on Gardein Ultimate Plant-Based Jerky. You're proud of that last name. I am. I like my last name. I, I like it too. Mm-hmm. Talking Tofu, a vegan food. Talking Tofu with Becky and David. I don't... It's not... I don't know. I like our intro. Becky and David talks tofu. What's this week's tofu? <laughs> when it's one-sided, <laughs> it's hard to maintain. You do one. Welcome to Talking Tofu. No, you ever try a new one. Hey. Hey. How about some food? <laughs> Let's talk food. Hey, do you like scary movies? No. What? Hey, is that do what you like that's supposed to be? No. Are you supposed to be the scream guy? I can't do it. You're so good hey. at it. Hey, Sydney. <laughs> Do you want to talk about some tofu? You know what the voice I did was the voice you do when you're making fun of my voice. <laughs> when I'm when I'm paying homage to your voice. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Welcome to the Talking Tofu Show. Oh. Ah. No. The Talking Tofu Show with Becky and David. I'm David. First of all, it would be the Toe Show. To show. Nope. No, the Toe Show is a different thing. <laughs> it's a different thing. That URL is taken. That's on OnlyFeed. Cool. Dave. Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> it's like you're like the way that you deliver that is the exact same every time I'm sorry. it's like you had a soundboard and you just push the button that would be great a soundboard with things like that in there i'd probably be less grumpy if i was having a conversation with the soundboard oh my god because the soundboard probably wouldn't have a button on it that was accusing me of being grumpy. So you're grumpy? Or asking if I was grumpy. No, I'm not grumpy. You said I'm having be, a great you day. would be less grumpy. I would grumpy. be less grumpy mm-hmm. because the soundboard wouldn't actively be trying to make me sound grumpy so that you could then deliver your lovable chestnut. Dave's a little grumpy. <laughs> I'm not grumpy. I'm not. Okay, you had a great day. Tell me about no, it. No, I didn't say that. Nobody said that. <laughs> you Nobody said you're said doing it was great. great. I said I'm doing great. I choose to do great. Oh, great. Despite what the day throws at me. Oh. How about that? That's wonderful. Yeah. I love that. Do you? Yeah, that's a great attitude. Yeah. I hate when people are like that, though. Yeah. And they're like, happiness is a choice. Yeah. It's like, tell that to the chemicals. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Did you want me to have a couple of anecdotes? He pressed the, the soundboard button. That wasn't even him. Uh, I'm good. The day could... that this episode comes out, it's going to be my sister's birthday. So I wanted to say happy birthday to my sister. Happy birthday, Amanda. This is your birthday talking tofu. What what day is this coming out? January 7th. I should, know, right? Amanda's <laughs> I should know Amanda's birthday. That just revealed that I didn't know. One. And two, it's written at the top of the page. There's cables up there. Okay. But it's between. My it. hand is busy. Holding the phone. Mm-hmm. Dave's texting. He can't be bothered. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> um, no, I was... Just looking through my emails to see if I had any anecdotes, anecdotes to share. 
Um, hey, happy birthday. Yeah. Amanda. Happy birthday, Amanda. Amanda, by the way. I hope you're having a great one. I hope you got to sleep in today. So if this is one seven, Mm -hmm. that means we're almost through. Well, but we're recording out of order. So everyone, this Ah. is is talking to Booth Nights. What's on your your, uh, Christmas list? On my Christmas list? Gosh. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about my Christmas list. You got to think about that. I know. How, how can people get you? What do you like in your stoff, stocking? Stoffing? What do you like stuffed in your stocking? I would love to, if someone could find more of those hazelnut chocolate bars that Kroger makes because they someone. are no longer available at um, our local Kroger. Yeah. And I don't know if they've stopped making them. So when I ask what you want stuffed in your stocking you wanted someone to find <laughs> just whoever those hazelnut bars just santa, santa yeah uh-huh. okay that's all i don't know what you want to unwrap under that tree i don't i don't oh god what you want you got a, it's got a shiny bow on it it's really <laughs> caught your eye somebody walks it over to you sits it in your lap you start tearing that paper open what's underneath gosh i don't know okay a massage gift certificate? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massage gift certificate. It doesn't have to be a large in size item to be I understand. Uh, delightful. To I understand. Me. Okay. Well, um I'm gonna admit wasn't wasn't on the radar. <laughs> um That's like a sure thing for me anytime. Well you know, what if I what if you opened it and it was an envelope from a massage company? And uh, inside there was a piece of paper that said, uh, I owe you one massage from David Streety. <laughs> I accept that. For any amount of time, up, any, to, um... up to seven minutes. <laughs> and I'd Merry put, Christmas I'd to put me. put the music that you like on. Mm-hmm. Put on Liz Fair or some shit. Oh, okay. You like Liz Fair. I do. I, yeah. do. I love Liz Fair. What would you listen to during your, your massage, your seven minutes in heaven? My seven minutes in heaven. Gosh, something soothing, probably. Like, goodness. I can picture it now. Ooh, maybe Krongbin. That would be not super soothing, but I think it would be good massage music. You think that would be good? No. It's too too funky. (laughs) It's just front of mind because I enjoy it. We went and saw a Krongbin concert this weekend. We sure did. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> it was great. They stood on top of a spaceship and played music for us. They sure did. I feel like most of the music that I like is not really massage friendly. Right. Like I really love like nineties riot girl music. Yeah. It's not very massage no. friendly. But what do you like when there's music on at a massage parlor? Mm-hmm. I guess not a parlor at a spa. Mm-hmm. Unless you go to massage parlors, do you? <laughs> I I don't really even know. What's the difference? I don't know. I assume parlors are where the massages are in quotations. Oh, I Maybe thought it was not. just like a place where they only do massages and there's uh, no other services offered. It's probably more. I just, I think the term parlor suggests that something else is going on. You That's like our uh, contemporary use of like, like that's what dens used to be. Hmm. A parlor of iniquity. Right. Yeah. An <laughs> opium parlor. So really, it's like you're trying not to answer the question, but let me let me frame it a little mm-hmm. bit more easily for you. Sure. When there's music on. Yeah. Or something coming out of the speakers. If it were like ambient music. That's like synthesized swells and and beat like a slow beat, or if it was like rainfall, nature sounds. I think the first rushing one. water. So you want like Enigma, but not Enigma. But slower than Enigma, faster than Enigma. I guess just not Enigma. No chanting. Look, it's <laughs> not. It's not just blanket bad mouth Enigma. <laughs> I, I Return think, to Innocence is a terrible song. I'm it's just saying, objectively a difficult song to accept <laughs> that happened. But the the monk chanting one, mm-hmm. that one's okay. 
Oh, I had the whole album. I just think to me, and you had the whole first album, probably. Yeah, I had the second album <laughs> that had "Return to Innocence" on it. The point is not totally Enigma. Totally. So, I think partly because Enigma to me evokes like a specific time, like place and time that was mm. just like that's not very massage worthy. Sure. Vibes. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. <laughs> If I could go back to the question, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what would you like? <laughs> I don't know. Something uh, along those lines, but not Enigma. Right. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Versus rainfall, mm-hmm. wind blowing through the trees. Yeah. Okay. Falling. Wa- yeah. I feel like that would make me just have to pee, to be honest. The sound of like rainfall. Yeah. Yeah. What? Um, if you have to go to the bathroom in the middle of a massage, do you suck it up or do you ask to stop down for a minute so that you can go to the bathroom i think i would do it the same as i do at a fish show where i uh you leave and the best song of the night comes on no i leave and then the best song of that's the night what i just said when i come back no oh it comes on while, it comes I'm in on the while you're in the bathroom mm-hmm. without fail that is my superpower yes. everyone if i'm at a show with you and i go to the bathroom get, get ready. ready because they are about to tear it up yeah. so um no but i wait until i feel like it's starting to hinder my enjoyment of the experience. Mm. I make a, a judgment call and say, okay, now it's it's time to go. Mm. Oh, there is a massage music. Let's see what... Yeah, that would work. Yeah, this is my jam during a massage. Because yeah. I'm like... I like to like not know if I fell asleep or not. Yeah. Like... Like, did I get a bonus nap and I feel relaxed now? Okay. So that's, so hazelnut chocolate bar. And a massage. And a massage. Okay. Uh-huh. That's it? I don't know. Yeah, that's a lot. That's good. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, parents are going to ask me what you want, and then I'm going to, like, you're not going to get multiple massages. I would What if love- you got multiple massages, but you had to take them all at the same time and they had to bring like multiple people in to work different parts of your body? I can't decide if that'd be amazing or if that would trigger my claustrophobia and I would have to leave. I could decide for you. It would not. No? It would not be good. It would not be good. It would be too many too many hands. I do think it would be too, too much, much going input. on. Yeah. Yeah. And then they would probably be like goofing with each other. <gasps> yeah. And being like, making faces. And then you'd have to be like, are they making jokes about me? Mm-hmm. About my lumpy body? That this would be awful. what I would be saying. Are you really? I would be saying. Yeah. About my lumpy body. I got lumps. David Streepy, don't talk that lumps. way about look at your this body. Lump. Stop. Look at that lump. Stop. And then if you look at my back, I got a lumpy back. No, you don't. Have you seen my lumpy back before? I've seen your back. I'm you usually only look at me from the front. <laughs> and one time we were looking at each other and I quickly turned around and I saw you instinctively like avert your eyes and turn away because you didn't want to see my back. Is that? Yeah, that's the thing that I did. Yep. Hey, Dave, we got a Some letter. people talk about their bad back and they mean like it aches. But when I talk about my bad back, I'm talking about the lumps. Beth writes, I totally agree with your podcast review. <gasps> This oh. is in reference to the Just Egg, the Just Egg sous vide bites. Oh, I thought we got a review oh, on the no. podcast or that you would love to podcast a review. Oh. And somebody reached out to you and was like, I agree. Oh, yeah. I like throwing shade too. It's a great show. No, our review of the Just Egg sous vide bites. Mm. So much dill in that potato chunk, exclamation point. I liked it, but it's expensive and so much packaging. I prefer the liquid. Yeah. I think I agree with all of that. It's a yeah. lot of packaging. It's a lot of packaging. You know, I the box is the fun kind of a lot of packaging. Mm-hmm. And the plastic is the not fun kind of a lot of packaging. Yeah. So it's kind of a mixed bag. Like, it's like you're giving yourself a gift when you get that big old box. But then you got to peel that all that plastic. It's a lot of that's plastic. A bummer. And that, most of it you can't recycle. Or is it all soft? It's all soft. You can't recycle any of it. The the potato chunk, though, is oh, real nice. It is real nice. Because I'm not going to... I've just gotten into, you know, adding a little bit of, of extra stuff to the scramble. 
more of like the that's the default way that we make it now. But I'm not going to put a potato in there. You know? Let me know when you're done on oh, no, your phone. I, I'm looking then... for a relevant um, okay. thing on my phone. Um, no, I agree. Because you got to cook the potato. Yeah, but you could just like do it in you the gotta... microwave. Right. That's a step. Yeah, but yeah, there's a step. I wonder if you could get frozen potato chunks that would cook up really that, fast that in the pan. One, that one time and you didn't like them. I didn't. You gave me the old finger wag and said, don't do that again. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I just had this conversation on Twitter. It's like really ongoing. Um, but someone was tweeting about how they missed the follow your heart egg that was powdered because mm-hmm. the just egg is bad half the time when you get it and not bad like it doesn't taste good but bad like it has gone rancid and chunky toeheads have any of you been having this experience because it seems to be very widespread according to this back and forth i had on vegan twitter tonight um very common yeah like we're still talking okay two things one we've covered this ground before we have yeah oh so that one the one of you who listens to more than one episode before giving up sorry that we're mm-hmm. covering this territory again. The second thing, though, I feel like it's changing. I feel like it's getting better. Is it? I feel like it is. I might I might be a fool. I might be setting myself up for disappointment. All of the women that I've been talking to on this thread, <laughs> actually, I'll say people because I'm not sure. What all of you? the all of the people I've been talking to on this thread were all like longtime vegans, like over a decade. And we're all like, maybe we just go back to tofu scrambles. <laughs> Are you gatekeeping me out of having an opinion on this? No, the consensus in this thread was that for us, like, it's kind of like tofu scramble holds a place in my heart. Just, I like a tofu scramble, too. I know you I love do. One. I feel like for me, though, I could kind of go either way. Just egg or tofu. Our child better not hear you say that. I know. I mean, I enjoy a just egg. It's good. But if you made a tofu scramble, I'd like it just as much. I think that a tofu scramble is a very, very, very good breakfast dish and has a lot of customization to it and can be really, really good. But just egg, when you make it, it's a treat. And no matter how often you make it, it never stops being a treat. It's the treat you give yourself. Yes. I guess what made me think of the Twitter thread was that you were on your phone. The, the bottled just egg. I was thinking, like, if you had the bottled just egg, could you do that sous vide bite with the microwave method? Oh. Like, spray the like spray the mug with, like, nonstick. Yeah. Mix up the just egg with the peppers and tomatoes, uh, potatoes and spices and stuff and put it in there and then, like, maybe use a rubber spatula to get it out. We need to get friend of the pod, Lisa Luzzi, back on to weigh Lee, in on this. Lee, if you're listening... Let us know what you think. I think, I don't think it would work what you're talking about. Is it too sticky? But Lee's got a method to make a puck like an Egg McMuffin that resembles what you're talking about. Yeah. But where I want to get, where the sous vide bite gets us close, I want I want to jump past the vegan fried egg and get to the vegan poached egg. Mm-hmm. Because a poached egg, that texture, I don't see how it's possible. And when we, when technology gets us there, the it'll be like when we figured out how to get to the moon, the technologies that we unlocked along the way and the quality of life enhancements that that pursuit gave us that had nothing to do directly with the moon. Mm-hmm. Like we were already winners by the time we got to the moon. Yeah. You know, because we had Velcro. <laughs> That's true. Velcro is incredible. Right. That's what I think the vegan poached egg will be. Yeah, because you it would, a lot of textures would have to be sorted out. And yes, flavors we too. would, a lot of textures would have to be <laughs> sorted out and flavors too. Exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> Beth, great letter. Yeah, great letter. If Thank you want to write us a letter, do it. You can write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Or you can message us on Twitter or Instagram. I read and respond to every single one. 
And I will never post your letter without asking you permission. Always ask for permission. It sounds like, wait, what? Always ask permission. That sounded like you were being sarcastic. I am not. I am not. This, this too. I'm not. Like... <laughs> I'm going to take it again. I would never. <laughs> and I would never. But I do always ask for permission because okay. sometimes people just want to send Chill. a message. Sometimes people just want to vibe with us. And that's cool too. Yeah. If I you love want... to vibe with people. Yeah. If you want to just vibe, that's fine on too. On my terms. But so it, I'll always ask before I read your letter on the pod because I want to make sure it's okay with you. That's all. Great, great letter. I know. Welcome to How to Review with Me and You. This is Becky Streepy. I'm David Streepy. <laughs> We're going to talk to you about how to review a podcast by reading you an example from one of the many reviews that I have left on one of the many, many podcasts that I listen to. I listen to so many. Yeah, we had to talk about that. Mm-hmm. This this week we talked about it. We tried to count up how many hours a day. Oh yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of podcasts. It's a big number. Spoiler alert. Big number. Meanwhile, I got one episode of Doughboys that's taken over a week to get through. Those Doughboys episodes are long. <laughs> two and change. Yeah, that's long. That's like two episodes. Anyway, this podcast is what a day. It is sort of like the Daily, the New York Times, like short catch up podcasts for the morning but this one has jokes and that's why I prefer it and uh, I gave it five stars because that is what you do the headline is my favorite news podcast wow I love what a day the hosts give short sweet and funny recaps of the news I love their analysis and solutions solutions is a segment where they um, it's a joke joking segment that's it they give solutions to problems Okay. But in a joking way. So what was the headline? I love this show, I think. That's good. That's clear. My favorite news podcast. Oh, see, that's even, yeah. People are like, wow. They really got their hooks in this person. I got to find out just where where the hook got them. This is one of those podcasts that is impacted by that weird bug where it doesn't always update in Apple Podcasts right away. Mm. And if I open podcasts in the morning and it's not there, then I go over to Stitcher to get it. Whoa. Because I need to hear it in the morning. It's my morning thing. It's it's short and it's funny. And I feel like now I know. Mm. Go on with my day. We should do short podcasts. Maybe yeah. that's the answer. Yeah. Maybe just like a six or seven minute podcast. With some enigma in the background. <laughs> and then they came out with an album that was just Gregorian Monk Chants. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. It's called Chant. Oh, yeah. It like topped the charts. Oh, yeah. We had it. Did that- you listen to it? Oh, yeah. Did you really? I mean. You would put it on. I once. I feel like pe- I feel like this was a bestseller and people bought it. This is still a time when people could like buy something to, see, to that was how people saw what the fuss was about was they bought it. Yeah. They didn't like preview it or hear it at a friend's house or whatever. They just bought it. And I don't think anybody cuz there was no beat. It was just chanting. Yeah, I mean I put it on one time. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's not- I'm saying that most people probably did that if they did that. Mm. I see. Did you make it more than one song? I don't remember. Probably not. Probably not. Right. This thing was a bestseller. Yeah. Sold a lot of copies. Yeah, I don't know. What's the criteria that. for a bestseller? <laughs> Tell me more about what, what a bestseller well, is. Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Let's see how many copies it sold. Okay. And then maybe we could do some news. What? Some toe news. Yeah, chant compilation album by the Benedictine monks of Santo Domingo de Silos. 58 minutes and 28 seconds, recorded from 1972 to 1982 and released in 1994. They sat on this gold mine for 12 years until we were just new agey enough (laughs) to buy a best-selling number of CDs. Peaked at number three on the Billboard 200 music chart. Peaked at number three, certified as double platinum. Two million copies sold in the United States. Worldwide sold six million copies. Wow. This is just bonkers. Strongly marketed as an antidote to the stress of modern life. Did- these, these fools in 1994 
thought they were stressed out. <laughs> they did not know they what had that was like. No idea. <laughs> None. <laughs> there is no chant album long <laughs> or loud enough to even make a dent. So I I have this like vague memory that I'm having a hard time getting thinking of the details of. Maybe you can help me. But do you remember that after the success of that Gregorian chants album that there was a Celtic New Age music yes. thing that came out and it did not do as well. But I can't remember what the name of it was. And Celtic Moods. Celtic Moods. Celtic Moods was an offshoot of Pure Moods. Pure Moods was... We'll, we'll post the video for the commercial of Pure Moods on somewhere. There's a YouTube We will it. put a link to the YouTube of it yeah. in the show notes. Um, Pure Moods was a banger. It came out late 90s, back half of the 90s. It was sold, had an infomercial on TV, had the scrolling song titles going down the page. Oh, I loved doing that. Doing on the screen. Mesmerizing. You called an 800 number to order it, paid way too much for shipping and handling. But I found a copy in a UCD store. Didn't have to pay shipping and handling. Celtic Moods was one of those. So I think that's what you're talking about. I'm not so bold as to say that's the only Celtic New Age album that was in the marketplace around that time. So it might not be this, the exact one that you're thinking of. I think Celtic Moods was the one we had. I looked up the album cover and that does look familiar. Mm, got it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got one more thing to say about Pure Moods. Okay. This is Talking Toe News. This is a segment of the podcast where I find a headline from the world of uh, vegan food. And then we talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Dave is trying to find a story about Enigma and veganism. No, I was not. I was not. This one, I had this one when I walked into this room. Okay. Hey, this one, Veg News. Anna. Anastar Stanetskia, December 7th, 2021. That's today. This is an exciting one. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. Is Starburst finally launching its first vegan gummy candy in the U.S.? <gasps> Starburst unveiled plant-based original gummies in four classic flavors, strawberry, cherry, orange, and lemon. All good flavors. Candy brand Starburst just unveiled its first gelatin-free gummy candy. The new pack of plant-based original gummies, which are Starburst shared in a recent, which Starburst shared in a recent Instagram story, are available in a mixed bag that contains four classic flavors. It's a plant-based version of the existing Starburst gummies line, which is not vegan as it contains gelatin. Alrighty, so I'm excited. This is exciting news, but I'm already a little bit disappointed because coming into this, and this is not Anna's fault, the gummies, gummies right there in the headline. But I thought these were vegan Starburst, the hard Starburst. Mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the hard chewy starburst these are gummies still exciting though i love a vegan gummy famously yeah well good news yeah i love a gummy yeah well and i feel like there's not enough vegan gummies out there because a lot of them the texture is not there for me yeah. and um they may as well not exist I don't, the ones wow. where your teeth, I think I described this in the last episode or the one I was just editing this afternoon. Um, but like when you bite in and there's no resistance, your teeth just kind of sink into that dense, chewy. That's not for me. Mm-mm-mm. No. Oh. I like a little pop in my gum. I like, the, I like to do the work. I like to do the work because I feel like I earned it. I don't. That's not the, mm-mm. like I like to, I like a project. You know me. Yeah. Like, like those gushers had it. Yeah. God, those gushers are so good. Every time I think about them, I want them again. I can never have them again. <laughs> I did have a stomach ache after we ate them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is very exciting. I also thank you, Starburst, for not having watermelon or sour apple or banana flavors because those flavors are not my favorite. You really hit all the hits. Lemon, wow. orange, cherry, strawberry. What are great flavors. I mean, like to add insult to injury... I'm seeing in the checkout lines these days. So I'm I'm at the grocery store. I feel like I'm doing a bit. <laughs> and like I look around in the checkout lines and you know what I see? I see they have 
all cherry versions of Starburst. Like the whole roll is cherry. Mm-hmm. Or all strawberry versions. Mm-hmm. Like when I was a kid, you'd get the Starburst bar roll. They're not rolls because they're square, but pack? like the pack. Sure. Sure. That's good. Thank, thank you. And that pack would have 20 in it or whatever. And four or five of those are going to be lemon. Was it all, was it red, pink, orange, yellow? Yeah. Four or I five think- of those are going to be lemon. Four or five of those are going to be orange. Mm-hmm. For me, the lemon is like medicine. Oh, like, yeah, you don't like, like lemon. Nice try. You tri- You tried to trick me. So that's four that are already gone. Oh, I love lemon. And then the orange. I'll eat the orange after I've had the red and the pink. I feel like Starburst orange, if I, it's been a minute, but it it had almost like an orange sherbet, sherbet, sherbet. I can't talk in tofu nights. Yeah. (laughs) It had like an orange sherbet vibe. Yeah. Like it was a soft orange. Yeah. If that creamy orange, yeah, like a creamy yeah. orange. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't. I oh. would eat them though. They'd stay in the rotation. It wasn't my favorite Starburst, but I, I liked them. I would eat them because it was more important to eat more candy than it was to stop after the candy that I wanted. Uh huh. Yeah. But the lemon was too bad for me to even <laughs> put it in that classification. So, orange was my last resort, and. Lemon was just filler. Gar- it was like packing peanuts. Or like circus peanuts? No. <laughs> circus peanuts are frustrating because they were purchased. Yeah. Somebody bought them. You yeah. know? Someone loves them. Right. Packing peanuts are like, no, you just made this my problem. I didn't yeah. pay for this. You mm-hmm. just gave me a problem on top of the thing that I bought, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. Circus peanuts are either I've made a big mistake or I've somebody has come to my house and brought their mistake over, whether they think they made a mistake or not. Yeah. So I was going to shock you, the, the story of how this came to, to happen. I was at the Target. You? Yeah. Y'all, we live walking distance from a Target. It is dangerous. Don't dox us. And I was shopping at the Target, and I always make it a point to swing by that little plant-based protein aisle, mm-hmm. little freezer section. It's a see really what they good got section. There. See what they got there. Yeah. And uh, what they had there at this time was Mindful Chicken from Sweet Earth, which I had never seen. I hadn't either. And the Toeheads know that I've been looking for a vegan chicken breast, and I found some that are good. They're not quite there. And so, and these are actually like chunks. It's not a whole breast, but. They're chunks, not strips? They're chunks. Yeah. But they're not breaded. So they're like part of the way there. And Uh, I thought, anyway, I was excited about this. Yeah. It was exciting. It was exciting. No paprika. No paprika. I'm starting to experiment. I'm starting to think of maybe I'm being too strict on this paprika thing. I'm going to stretch out a little bit. Try some things. Yeah. Yeah. So the other night, we decided to order pizza. And when we did that, we find like maybe an hour before we wanted to eat, we went onto the website to try to order the pizza. And mm. the pizza place was closed. Mm. And so I needed to pull together a quick dinner. They've been having a tough time. Go easy. They on have. Them. I'm not mad at them. Pizza it maker just, broke their hand. Yeah. It's I didn't even trouble trying them. to find. The Toeheads know it's juniors. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we had to pull together a quick dinner and um, after the pizza fell through and we just couldn't all settle on any other takeout. So we decided, I decided that we'd be eating risotto because... You gave us a choice. Yeah. But instant pot risotto is super easy. You just throw it all in there and then you press the button and then later it's risotto. It's great. So... Um, I did that and I decided to make it fancy instead of using white beans for the protein. I thought I'll use that sweet earth chicken. We got to try it for the pod anyway. So I threw it in the pot and I cooked up the risotto and we ate the risotto. And what did you think? 
I felt like there was going to be a longer road before I had to say something. Oh, so. do you want me to do my thing first? I no. Okay. I got mine written down. I was just... Do you want a picture of the risotto to jog your memory? I don't need a picture of the risotto <laughs> to jog my memory. I know what risotto looks like. I know what this risotto looked like. Look like. It It was great. I thought that the chicken strips were fantastic. Or the chicken chunks were fantastic. I want a soup with these chicken chunks in them. I want a noodle soup with these chicken chunks in them. Ooh, that does sound good. With carrots mm-hmm. and noodles. Big yeah. fat noodles. Big fat curly noodles. Short ones. Ooh. But I thought that these were just the right texture. These had just the right amount of toothsomeness. I thought the risotto was great. I put a little bit of Cholula on top. And then I went back and put a little bit more Cholula on top. Because I was like, I'm having fun. Let's have some big fun. And I ate it. And I really liked it. The kid loved it too. He told me several times that he liked that chicken. It would be good on a pizza. The recommendation, one of the recommendations on the package is to let it just thaw overnight in the fridge or I guess on the counter for a couple hours and then shred because it's already cooked and then shred it up and make chicken salad. That would be a good option, too. That would be a good option, too. I, <laughs> I, I agree. That would be a good option. Yeah. Too. So I thought the flavor was nice, but I thought that the texture really broke down in the Instant Pot. I thought it got huh. soft. I did not find it toothsome. I thought it, I disagree. Um, I thought that it would be good in an application where you want the chicken to be like melt in your mouth, like a stew kind of a situation. Mm. Um, but I thought that I would like it pan fried mm. where the yeah. texture would maybe hold up a little bit sure. more or like the way that I mentioned earlier thought and then used in the chicken salad. Hmm. I thought the flavor was great. And I, I feel like maybe putting it in the instant pot at pressure for six minutes with a 10 minute natural release was hmm. like a lot yeah. of doing. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't notice it so much. It was in with this risotto, which was not known for its firmness. Yeah. So it was the, still the firmest <laughs> thing in the, in the dish. Yeah. So I didn't notice. I didn't mind it. I would like it in a toasted sub with cheese drizzled on top of it. Ooh. I would like it in the chicken noodle soup that I said beforehand. I would in a like quesadilla? it on a pizza. Um, I'm not there with quesadillas anymore. Remember, mm. I tried to have that one. Oh, I didn't like it. Yeah. It's the first right. quesadilla in like 20 years for me. What about tacos? Maybe. Maybe in a taco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Soft taco. Have okay. to be a soft taco. Um. I would like it. No, I don't think I'd like it with pasta. Dave. Yeah. Hi. On a scale of one to ten Celtic moods. On a scale of... Hold on. How about... I like this. I like where you're headed here. Thank you. On a scale of track one to track ten <laughs> on the Celtic moods CD. What are tracks one and ten? Do you remember? I've never listened to Celtic moods. Okay. Oh, Celtic moods. Yeah. I was thinking about the other pure mood. Pure mood. Um... Let's just say 10 to the best, though. Okay. Or do you want to say one's the best because most albums start out with their strongest track? Let's not let's not do that to our rating system. <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> Truly nobody cares. 10's the best. 10's the best? Yeah. I'm going to give this... I'm going to give it a 7. It's I fine. was going to give it it's a fine. 7, too. It's fine. I'm going to give it a tentative 7 because I want to try it Prepared differently. Okay. I think maybe it's not made to be cooked that much. I just don't think they're... Look, some some foods are just workhorses. They do the job. They're not going to get the glory. Yeah. They're not going to get the accolades. This chicken's going to do that. It's going to make some good dishes. It's not going to be the reason that the dishes are good. I guess in my head, I'm comparing it to the Morningstar chicken strips. Yeah. And I like those better. Okay. I feel like... They hold up to all kinds. I've used them in all kinds of stuff, soups and stews and whatever, and they hold up to cooking a mm-hmm. lot better. Okay. Um, I haven't done chicken salad with them, but I can't imagine that it would be bad. Yeah. Probably just need to thaw them, maybe warm them up in the microwave. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to say a seven tentative. And if we try doing something different with them, that, that could change. So you said seven? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. You're adding it to the spreadsheet? No, I'm pulling up track seven on Celtic. <laughs> this is what we give it. 
This would be a good for a massage. Unless it's about to tear into like some. You <laughs> <laughs> can only hope. No, pretty relaxing. Yeah, pretty relaxed. And that's that's that tracks with how I felt about this chicken. Yeah. It's not objectionable. I'm not going to request that song in a massage, but I'm also not going to ask him to change it. Yeah. That's how I feel about this. Yeah, I think if I needed to get some vegan chicken to put in something, I'd grab this if this sure. was there. Sure, why not? But not if Morningstar was also there. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be more than that. Yeah. You're not like dating this chicken. Dave. Are you going to do I'm it? I'm not going to do it. We're going to have a snack now. Why? Do it. No. Do it. No. Why not? Just, Why'd you censor yourself? I'm in my head about it. <laughs> You're Kendall. You're Kendall Roy about it. <laughs> I'm a real Kendall Roy about it. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Do you want to have a snack? <laughs> How'd I do? <laughs> Let's have the snack. So this is the Guardian Ultimate Plant-Based Jerky. I order our groceries online on Kroger's website. Massive flex. For a pickup. Yeah. And um, no, I do the trick where I get the dry goods. I do a pickup curbside and then I go in for the produce because they do not pick good produce. But then it cuts my shopping time in half. Um, So I was the other thing when you're doing that, there's a little digital coupons section. So I was clipping digital coupons to see if I could save some money. And Mm. I saw a coupon for these for this jerky. And I was like, Kroger has vegan jerky. So I put it on the list and was like, surely they're going to be like, we're out of stock. And then mm. it was in the bag. Wow. I was delighted. What's it made of? It is wheat gluten and soy protein are okay. the, the protein. So it's not mushroom. No, it is not mushroom. It's big plus. Guardian wouldn't do that to us. Big plus. Yeah. You like that stuff though. Don't talk like you don't like a mushroom jerky. I do, but it's, I, I feel like I put it in a different category than like a, I don't know. I don't, it's not. It's different to me. When we're on a road trip, you turn into like a 65-year-old <laughs> grizzled like person from the woods. I do love before a road trip to go to Sevenanda and spend like 10 bucks on jerky yeah. and put it in my bag so that I'll have jerky to snack on. You'll pull it out of like Because at the airport, a... if there's bad options or like on the plane when there's nothing good to eat, like I love to be able to pull out a jerky and like feel like I'm having a real treat. You'll pull out like of a denim jacket, like a <laughs> pocket on the front of a denim jacket, an open half wrapped, half eaten <laughs> thing of jerky that from a snack in the past. That's that you're the, coming back for another lap. That's the Louisville jerky that comes oh. in a bag of oh. three servings. And it's so I can so, make it last the I whole trip. I can't even handle <laughs> sharing a life with somebody like that. So I did open this package up to take pictures of it. And yeah. the pieces were very big. Okay. Um, But for the photographing purposes, they didn't look so great. So I tore them into smaller pieces. And just disregard the bite marks because that's just the way I that did. they tore. <laughs> and then, yeah, disregard those yeah. tooth marks. But there's still some pretty big pieces in there. If, if pieces oh, too big, if you want, you so can. So here's the, th- just looking at this is like my stomach's going to be gurgling <laughs> for the rest of the night. And I'll probably going to be, I'm probably going to be tooting. Okay. Be Vladimir tooting. I'm going to say now because I have eaten a lot of jerky. This one is just now very firm. Like a lot of, some jerkies are like kind of on the softer side, especially the mushroom jerkies. But this one's look, seems like very tough, which normally not good in a food, but in a jerky. Yes. I want that jerky that, like, you cannot tear off with your teeth. Like, that's that tough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that you're just, like, working on your mouth. This comes in three flavors, but Kroger only had the original. There's also a hot and spicy, and there's a teriyaki. Wow. And after a bite of the original, I would like to try the teriyaki, because I think a little sweetness would be great. This is very salty, even for jerky. I was going to say this is very salty, mm-hmm. but that's kind of jerky's thing. But this is saltier than other jerkies. Well, me. yeah, but those other jerkies are not really jerky. They're like soggy granola bars. Okay, but I still like it. I think it's great. I think the only thing, the only note I have is that it's very, very salty, but mm-hmm. that's what you signed up for with jerky. Yeah, I'm going to have another piece. 
And also, I'm going to be tasting this thing for the next like two hours. The aftertaste is just going to hang out in my mouth. I can tell. It's got like a lot of the flavoring is just like basted onto it. But the toughness is there. Like it's it's nice and tough. It's not. I still want that jerky that I have to like y- close my teeth and yank to get the piece off of. Mm-hmm. You know, it's supposed to last you all day. It's supposed to be this gross scenario that I painted <laughs> for you, where you you're pulling it out and working on it a little bit more, like a like a taffy, but like a savory taffy. You know. Yeah. So it's not that, but I do want to try the hot and spicy one. Yeah. I have I, another one. Really? Yay. You can get all three on Amazon. And so I might just go. I looked at they have a store locator. And um, on the store locator, there's links to each one on Amazon. And that makes me feel confident that I'd actually get the. Never mind. Um, what? I don't know. Sorry. Tell the story. No. Make your point. I just listened to. I can't remember which podcast it was, but it was a podcast where all about um, how people are hijacking Amazon listings and sending subpar Mm. trash and how they're getting help from the inside. And it's very, I kind of medium knew it already, but like hearing all the details of it. Hijacking Amazon listings? Yeah. So like a woman who sold, I don't know, like nice quilts that she made Uh and was really successful. Uh Mm-hmm. Someone came in with subpar cheap uh, quilts. Well. And because they had a friend who worked at Amazon, somehow hijacked her listing. So when people like her gotcha. page, mm-hmm. it became their page. Okay. And she got kicked off of Amazon. Huh. And apparently this happens like all the time. It's just part of being successful on Amazon. You have to like sometimes do that. Like get your listing back. It's really yeah. bizarre. Anyway, probably that's not happening to Gardein's jerky, but you never know. Do you think that the pandemic was the like official start of dystopia or we were talking the other day about how we have been living on this razor's edge for some time now. And the pandemic was just the thing that showed us the dystopia that was always there real quick. We were having, uh, it's, it's worth pointing out that we were having a very uninformed conversation about the the supply chain. (laughs) Of so, course we were. Which is what you do nowadays. Mm-hmm. You just talk about it like you know. Uh, but yeah, that was the framework in which we were talking about living on the razor's edge. Mm-hmm. Because we know, we know a lot about that. Mm-hmm. I think the sentiment is correct. I think if, if, if either of us were to be asked just, just one question of clarification <laughs> on one specific example, we would be at a complete loss. Oh, I would absolutely but the just sentiment crumble. Remains and I believe in the sentiment. I feel like now it's more important or as important as ever to point out your own ignorance. I feel like we've been living in a dystopia for a very long time. Yeah, of course. I feel like the veil is just being lifted for some of us lucky people that didn't know it yet. That's what I think. I feel like but I, I feel like we knew it. I felt like there's a point and maybe it's age and maybe it's uh, a self-reflection thing that's different for everybody. But there was a point during the pandemic where like so many of the dystopian qualities of life were went from being specific things that you thought about to just being the background of the way that things were. And I think coming on this side or at this point in the pandemic, there is kind of a, for a lot of these things, kind of a, yeah, well, what are you going to do about it? This is just what the world is now, you know? Yeah. It's kind of defeatist to say it that way. And I don't mean it that way. Like there are still fights that you should fight and there is still change that you should, you know, work towards and, and improve. And there's a lot of reason to be hopeful and optimistic. But I think for a lot of this stuff, like disinformation's not going anywhere. Even if you can address the current threats, it's not like you solve disinformation. Yeah. You know? So that's what I mean by like disinformation is just a part of our lives now. Like widespread disinformation is. Mm-hmm. There's no corralling that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Supply chain stuff. 
Let me put my expert hat on for a second. Yeah, Dave's an expert on the supply chain. And be like, you can improve it, but Mm -hmm. you're not going to fix it, you know? Yes, I agree. All right. Dave, we didn't rate the... um, We don't rate the snacks. We thumbs up it or thumbs down it. It was good. We both said it was good. Yeah, I thumbs up it. Yeah. I want to get all of them and bring them with us on our trip. Well... Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We will read yours on the pod. Definitely. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or at Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. I am Lion Leader on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, whoa. you typed it out. And- I sure did. I and did it for you, and then you were going to just end the show. Yeah, without... I was going to end the show. I haven't been on TikTok in like weeks at well, this point. I can't get in the habit of it. Um, his line leader uh, was taken on TikTok. Yeah. Who are you? I'm Glue and Glitter on all social media, and you can find my recipes at glueandglitter.com, including that Instant Pot risotto that I mentioned earlier. And we'd love to hear from you if you have a suggestion for a food we should try or thoughts about an episode or you just want to say hello Write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.